Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, ring announcer to the stars, the Twitterless heroine herself, the most professional podcaster, Miss Fancy Pants herself, and of course, most importantly, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales, here with another episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. here in silence. I was doing so good, always, and then you just jumped right in. Anyways, the Hashtag Miranda Show is a proud part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. 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 Always. Thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? This show's off the rails already. This we're just this is just what it is. Like literally, Greg, like lack of sleep, work, what we'll be talking about, you know, later uh this episode. Like you just test you just test me, Gregory. You test my patience. So that's the second Gregory I've gotten in like the past four days. That's amazing. That was, yes, that's my favorite. I know we'll talk about it in a second, but that is my new nickname for Gregory. Gregory and it, DeMarco. And it would be a nickname because legally that's not my name. So it would exactly. be a nickname. Exactly, yes. One, Gregory DeMarco, the kingpin of the chairshot.com, the unstoppable one. Here is my co-host uh, here at the Hashtag Miranda Show. Uh, welcome. I was going to, I didn't, you threw that word in there that, that has become such a, a meaningful uh, word to me and threw shit off. And, and I'm trying to be, you know, the on-screen character version of me, which is still me. And you had to go and do that. Dave, it's me, Dave. I hate you, but I don't. I, I can't no. even, I, I could never, I could never even pull that off at this point. So it doesn't yes, matter. Yes, of course. Well, we are here Again, for another edition of Hashtag Miranda Show, we're very excited because this is a passion project episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Every week, we've been bringing you and talking to you about Impact Zone Wrestling, IZW. And this past Saturday, February 27th, we had Monster, which was the big event that IZW held. First one of 2021, and we crowned a new IZW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, of course, I can't even like of- sport the belt anymore. It's gone. No, Greg it. doesn't have the belt anymore. I don't have it. It yes. was on a boat yesterday. Like I don't have it. Yes. Like seriously. <laughs> 
Oh, I just want that. I'm on a boat. Like, let's. I just need. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Of course, is Lonely Island. I'm on a boat. Like, we just need that. Well, we'll ask the champ for that later on. But we have not only a new IZW World Heavyweight Champion, we have a new number one contender for the IZW World Heavyweight Championship, um, and lots of other things going on. And so you, you may be wondering. I don't know anything about IZW. I am not an Arizona wrestling fan. Why should I listen? Well, if you're a fan of independent wrestling, which lots of people are, this is an episode for you. If you're just a fan of pro wrestling, if you are a it's fan of, of, of wrestling in any form, this is an episode for you to listen to because when you think about wrestling and where we see it uh, in face-to-face on a daily basis, it actually is at your local independent wrestling promotion. And for people like Greg and I, who are not only wrestling fans from the big perspective of WWE, AEW, MLW, Impact, you know, New Japan, Ring of Honor, all of those, the most rewarding part about being a wrestling fan is when you actually get to work with an independent promotion when you get to work with a, a wrestling promotion someone that's in your backyard so yes we're not be talking about you know big topics when it comes to wrestling this week uh and that's okay because you have the babyface heel podcast you can check out wednesday's edition of chair shot radio in which greg and i talk about bob lashley winning the wwe championship uh babyface heel podcast we talk about exploding wire deathmatch exploding barbed wire death match yeah but here's the thing i want i want to jump in real quick and say it's not big news in the world of professional wrestling the hell it ain't like it, it here, i've said it a million times and i'll say it again podcasting is is not about the topics it's about the people it's about the personalities and what you're going to hear today is i'm just going to own it right now what we're going to talk about today we care more about than the stuff we've talked yeah. about on the other shows we just do and and that's that's just the god's honest truth and so what you're going to hear is is you're that that's what you're going to hear above all else is something that is near and dear to our hearts for so many reasons and that's why it's the topic today it's not all that other stuff so yeah uh, trust me if you're like uh, on the fence because we're not talking about bob lashley or exploding bullshit on a pole match or whatever Trust me when I tell you this. Just listen. Just listen. Yeah. You will enjoy. We already got I'm credit for you say, listening, so it doesn't matter. But listen. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm really. We should fantasy book like the exploding barbed wire death match on a forklift behind a truck. What's Remember that that WCW match? Well, I forget what it was when they were wrestling in the back of that. Oh, the, 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 the blacktop. Whatever it was called, with the blacktop no, bully. No, it was like that cage, like it was a, like this truck. King of the Road that, match. King of the Road match. Yeah. <gasps> that damn, I'm really sad. I just fantasy booked that into In your head yeah. because I, I, you know, now I want to talk about it, but I can't. Well, we'll talk about it some other time. Um, and I'm surprised AEW hasn't done a King of the Road match yet. I'm yet. sure it's somewhere down the road. Oh, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. But before we get into this week's topic, I got to let you know about ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh, you know what? I didn't wind it up. You haven't wound it up in the past couple weeks. You want to wind it up? I just forget about winding it up. I mean, we did it for Chair Shot Radio. We did it for the Babyface Heel podcast. But I just got so excited. I just, I didn't wind it up. I should wind it up. Let's take a step back. Yes, 
Yes, indeed, it is time for you to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt. There at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find over 25 different t-shirt designs all in support of the chair shot.com. There you can find multiple always use your head t-shirts, the OG chair shot logo, chair shot worldwide, hashtag journalism, of course, several t-shirts of podcasts such as Bandwagon Nerds and Winner Is You, the unofficial official t-shirt of Patrick O'Dowd, hashtag save tag team wrestling, everybody hates Greg, and of course, the softest shirt of them all, the queen of soft style t-shirt, which of course you can get in soft style. So go to <laughs> saying things like they're all soft. No, this is the softest one. It is the softest yes, it of is. the softest. Yes, you are exactly right. It, it is absolutely the softest one. It is the softest t-shirt of them all, the hashtag, uh, or the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. So yes, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Uh, when is March 8th? Of course, I am so prepared for this. You're good. I don't it's, even it, know. it's not yes. March 8th yet. Yes. So this podcast will drop before March 8th, which is, well, that means that you can get 20% off your t-shirt order by using the code MADNESS, all in support of merch madness that is happening between now and March 8th. So you can save money on your order while supporting thechairshot.com. You can also buy IZW t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. So if you want to support IZW, you're not able to go to a show, you can actually buy a t-shirt you can also buy a t-shirt and win the opportunity i know we've got this, done this before be selected uh to get uh tickets for an upcoming izw show so go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your chair shot or izw t-shirt today promotional consideration paid for by the following hey folks pc tony here thanks to our new partnership with angry lemonade you can save 10 percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services use the promo code chairshot to save 10 percent that's angrylemonade.net I don't have a belt i'm so sad i don't have a belt anymore and you that's now the most prestigious championship on the hashtag miranda show Yes, By it default. always was. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mean that. I mean, you don't mean it that. is the most prestigious championship in my house. Well, yeah. But it wasn't on this show. I mean, it was on this show, but there was a more prestigious one. It was one. on the show. That is true, because we no longer have, Greg is no longer in possession of the IZW World Heavyweight Championship. It was claimed it was won by someone um, as part of Monster. And Monster itself is a 13-person man in this case battle royal um, in which 13 competitors entered uh, eliminations occurred by going over the top rope and then the final two competitors then entered into a traditional uh, match in which winner won by pinfall and the winner of Monster and the new IZW World Heavyweight Champion is the one and only Thug Nificent. And for wrestling fans in Arizona, many people are familiar with Thug Nificent. Um, some are around the, the Southwest are actually familiar with Thug Nificent because he's traveled a bit. Um, but he is actually one half of the tag team, uh, the Regulators, him and EJ Sparks. Both of them were in this match, uh, but EJ Sparks was uh, eliminated um, and Thug Nificent held on, um, beating the Hawaiian Lion, who was a 
big favorite coming into this match. I mean, the Hawaiian Lion has an illustrious career, has wrestled all over the, the world, a veteran, and what someone who's determined to win Monster. Um, and, you know, got beat by really, you know, the up-and-comer, the future uh, of, of wrestling now in IZW, Thugnificent. And I think caught a lot of fans by surprise um, this, this win. Um, but I think that the raw emotion behind it and from the fans, from Thugnificent, um, said it all that IZW is really now turning a page. I, the, the history of IZW, you know, has been something that's really carried through not only this past year, but, you know, through the reunion show that happened and is, is referenced all the time in every show. You know, it was a pillar in the Arizona wrestling community, must watch. And, you know, since it's come back, you know, there's new kids out in the town. You know, you have new wrestlers now with also the tradition and history of, of those who have come before them. And it truly feels like it's a new IZW. So, Greg, I'm getting, I'm interested in getting your thoughts. You know, the belt that you held on to for months, one of the most prestigious belts in, in Arizona, now belongs to Thugnificent. And I mean, everybody knows, right? Like, I'm the booker and the promoter. Like, I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to insult people's intelligence and and talk about it but it's meant a lot to me to do that izw has always been you talked about the history and the tradition it's always been about bringing up the younger stars and utilizing the veterans to do that and i'm not just talking about veterans putting over younger stars but teaching younger stars and the backstage environment that we have and, and everything else um i'm gonna tell the story and i'm willing to tell the story on on what? your show you're gonna and tell it right here i'm gonna tell the story so because everybody knows what wrestling is and, and where we're at, and it's predetermined. I would never use the other word because I see it. I see it backstage. I see everything, and, and it's not the other word. Trust me. Um, and so, obviously, you know, he, he was booked to win the match, and that's the way these things work. And she talked, Miranda talked about the raw emotion and everything that we saw um, that night, and, and we'll see when the videos come out here in the coming weeks. Um, it was real raw emotion. It was real. And the reason why it was real is because he didn't know he was winning at all. He had no idea. In fact, when I informed him he was in the final two, he was shocked at that fact. He, he was like, you really trust me to be in the final two? And in the back of my head, I'm just like, you have no idea what I'm trusting you with. You have none whatsoever. And so to be able to do that... And, and, and just to kind of give you guys, and I did, I did this, talked about this a little bit on ShareShot Radio as well. I was able to give you guys a sense of how it happens. Um, they were the final two. They knew they were the final two. They work out what they're going to do, all that stuff. And uh, the Hawaiian Lion eliminates Evan Daniels, who started number one and made it all the way to being the 11th person eliminated in the match. And, and this was at this point, you know, we're 30, 30 plus minutes in as it is a Royal Rumble style match. And he, he eliminates... Evan Daniels, and as the referee is getting into the ring and John Wolfgang is getting ready to tell everybody that this is now a one-fall match, Thugnificent rolls up the Hawaiian Lion. Jesse, the referee, gets in the ring, starts counting the three. He goes one, he goes two, and Thugnificent is literally telling the Hawaiian Lion to kick out. Like, this is where you're supposed to kick out. And Hawaiian Lion says no and grabs his arm so he can't do the kick out. And the ref's hand goes down for three, and Thugnificent is now the, the brand new IZW World Heavyweight Champion, the first person to hold that championship, the first person to ever hold that physical belt, but the first person to ever be that champion in over a decade. 
And what followed and the promo that followed was completely real. He talked about how he had worked his entire career for a moment like that. And that really, and, and you and I talked about this, that really hit me because it's not the first time he's ever held a title. He's held titles before. He's yeah. been the top champion in other promotions before. And I'm not making this about IZW versus other local promotions. I'm just not. It's because it just, I'm just not. If I gave you the reasons, it'll sound like I am. So I'm just not. But what we have created for someone to feel that way about winning our championship means the world to me as a human being and as an individual. And to have that look of shock, to have um, that embrace backstage and, and, you know, everybody, if you're ever backstage at a wrestling show, there's a lot of hugging that goes on. It's just the way it is. You see people, you develop these relationships, you, you develop an affinity for people. It wasn't that. I'm hugging you because we hug backstage hug. It was like a real thank you. This is, I can't believe this. The messages that I've received since then, just like it's, that's what it's all about. It's really what it's all about and what we're able to pull off. And I was thrilled to be able to do that. I'm thrilled to be able to bring it to the audience. The fans loved it. Everybody was in shock, including the person who won the match. And that is what it's all about. Um, You know, there's a million reasons why I do this. And that's one of them, and that's a big one of them, and I love that we did that, and, and that was a person who I do this with's idea, and, and it was brilliant and worked out perfectly, and a lot of credit goes to the Hawaiian Lion for that as well. Uh, he, he was in the right position to do it and, and did it you know perfectly, and, and I just am in awe still of what we did and, and how it worked out, and um, and the job he did, he had to cut a promo right then and there. It was zero preparation whatsoever, and he just talked, and it was beautiful. And then his partner had to go out and celebrate with him, and his partner, his partner knew before he did, but his partner didn't even find out that, that you know, EJ didn't find out that Thugnificent was winning until after EJ was eliminated from the match. And he was getting ready to run off in the lobby and sell some merchandise, and I had to grab him and bring him back in and be like, hey, you, you don't want to do that. You want to come here, and here's why. And it's just, you know, it, it, it's... It's amazing, and I love every second of it, and I could go on for yeah. days, but I'm not going to because, well, this is a podcast. No, I know. I, I've, I've known Thugnificent for several years now, and one of the first Arizona people that I met when I was um, in New Mexico, and you know, to see people that you've grown bonds with, that you've worked with, get this opportunity and how much it means to them. It's something special. It's something really special to, you know, just see them light up to see, you know, this moment that you kind of know about already and have been planning for and just that reaction. But I think also the crowd was so amazed. I feel like when there's, there's, we talk about this a lot. There feels like there's truly no surprises left in wrestling. When you think about it, you have the dirt sheets, you have spoilers, you have, you know, social media, you have, you know, the reality era, you have everything now in which there's no real surprises left in wrestling. And when they do happen, it's magic. It feels like magic. It gives you the feelings of all the things that you felt about wrestling as a kid. Um, the unexpectedness, you know, the, the element of surprise, you know, just all of that. And, and that you got that at, at IZW this week. You really, you really did. So I, I 
I, I I still love it. I think it's still fantastic. You could see Thugnificent on his social media with the belt everywhere, which I love. He's at the gym with the belt. He's on a boat with the belt. He's wearing Real. it as a weightlifting belt. Like I just, <laughs> and I, and he's not disrespecting it. That's the thing. Him. Like yeah. a lot of people might hear that and think he's disrespecting the title. If you know no. his character and you know where it's at, he's holding it in in, in the highest regard when he's doing yeah. those things. It is because I think for him, it is it's almost like a dream still. I think we will see him everywhere with that belt in the coming months. Um, and that does lead to, you know, he is already going to be defending that title next uh, show, May 15th, against the new number one contender, Watson, who won the opportunity to be the number one contender in a ladder match against Mr. Classic as well. And, you know, to see both men have the opportunity to, to fight, you know, for a magnificent fight to retain this belt for Watson to win it is also a really big moment for, for both of these men because they have both have been around for some for some time, but they're also still kind of new. And for two wrestlers who are newer to the company, be the first ones to have this chance to fight for the belt. It's again, a sign of the times, a sign of evolution, a sign of growth um, and a sign of the future, hopefully. And that just gets me very excited for what we're going to see on May 15th. Yeah. I want to talk about something about that match. And first of all, storyline wise, Watson won the first monster, used it to create this ladder match because the prize was you get to book any match you want. He created a number one contender ladder match so he could finally get his hands on Mr. Classic, put something at stake so Mr. Classic had to do it, and and then, of course, ultimately won. Um, you know, Regulate is the name of the May 15th show. Of course, it's named after Thugnificent, the brand-new IZW World Heavyweight Champion. When the poster gets released probably tomorrow, you'll see that it's going to be a triple main event, and you will see that, uh, you know, it's going to be obvious that, that the big one is Watson versus Thugnificent. And... I, we talk about this and we've talked about it so often and everybody kind of went, you know, nuts for it uh, when it, when it happens at different points. And of course it's very salient right now with the upcoming match between Sasha Banks and Bianca Bell at WrestleMania. Our first IZW World Heavyweight Championship match is between two young but prominent African-American wrestlers. And I say that because in all transparency, that wasn't a plan. I never went into this saying, I'm going to book two black wrestlers to wrestle for a championship. And I can't stand, personal, this is a personal anecdote for me, I hate when white people say, I don't see color. I can't stand it because it's a lie. If you don't see color, you're purposely being ignorant. You have to see it because it's a real thing and you have to acknowledge it and you have to embrace it. These two guys are in this match because of their talent, because of their skill, because they've gotten yes. over, because of what they can do together. It's not booked that way because it's two African-American wrestlers. It's booked that way because there's two African-Americans who are extremely talented, regardless of the color of their skin, and extremely over with an audience that comes from many walks of life and many colors of skin, mm-hmm. want to see it, and they're excited to see it. And But I... It, it hit me after the fact that this is what we're doing and I love it. And I think it's great. And we gave the ladder match, you know, that spotlight was the two African-American wrestlers who, who are just well deserving of it. And it wasn't for that reason either. None of it's about their color of skin, but it's, it's a, uh, you know, it shows you talk about the evolution, how far we've come. That shows that too. We know no limits, no bounds with, with that in, in IZW and, it's not about that, but I think for, for that community, which has been through so much over the past 12 months, um, I think it's an amazing thing, and, and I'm glad that 
it worked out that way because of the talents of the two individuals involved. So um, that hit me like Monday-ish, and I was like, wow, we're doing this, and not be, we're not doing it because of it, but that's the, the end result, and I think it, it's great. It truly is a testament to both of these wrestlers, these men who have fought and, and trained and worked incredibly hard to get to the point that they're at in their careers, and they're also very beloved, too with fans all, all over Arizona and again, even, even the West coast, I think it's fantastic and, and really a testament to their work. Um, and they're going to put together a great match. I, I mean, that's just, that's fact, no guessing, not an opinion, you know, it, it's going to come together very, very well. I do want to come a little bit full circle too, because you did mention about, you know, um, how, and we've talked about how this was an event that really gave, uh, the opportunity for someone like Magnificent to shine. This was already a pretty uh, monumental event in other ways, giving young wrestlers the opportunity uh, in their very first live match. Um, two young and up and coming wrestlers, Mike and Dallas, um, from the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center, got their very first match at IZW Monster against the Keepers of the Faith, um, Gabriel Gallo and Don Batali, their trainers, you know, so talk about, you know, the, the, the guard changing, but also, you know, the legacy of, of those who've come before really helping and molding the future. We saw that live. I mean, it's a big deal to have your very first live match at IZW because there's people who have wrestled for years who would kill to have an opportunity at a match at, at an IZW event. That's, and that's not trying to be cocky, that, like as Greg mentioned. That's that is just a fact. It is. It's, it's just a, a fact very limited roster. It's very limited time and space. And I'll go about it in a second. You know, that locker room is like the United Nations of, of wrestling. Like people from all over the Southwest came in ways that I never see before come to this event and they come together and, you know, people are, and, and let's be honest, everyone's looking for an opportunity. Everyone is, you know, and, and understandably and rightfully so. But the fact that these two young gentlemen um, from the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center getting their first match at this event, tell me a little bit about that and how that felt for you to give them this, this slot to, to be able yeah. to showcase their talent. The relationship with the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center and, and that I have with John and, and with Dom is, is goes back years and and it's when we started this the first thing I did was you know when, when we came back in October 2019 with Proving Ground I, I said you know hey I want to involve the school let's have students run security let's do all of that and, and and even back then it was like someday I want your talent on these shows and it was just a matter of when they were ready and I remember having the conversation back last fall saying hey I'm if we can target monster let's target monster for and 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 so you know there were two two guys that were ready and and not gonna if you, if you go to the the train az is the instagram account az pro wrestling is is the website for the school you'll see kind of what it took for two people to get to this point yes. and the things they had to be able to do including wrestling a full 60 minute match in an empty building um with their trainer before they would be approved to do this and and you talked about seeing them and again, I'm going to pull the curtain back. So wrestling fans, by and large, and, and IZW is no exception, know a lot. And in some ways, they know too much. If someone screws up, especially a referee, they're going to hear about it from the fans. If somebody does something that they shouldn't have done, they're going to hear about it from the fans. This match featured 
not necessarily mistakes, but you could audibly hear people being told what to do during the match. You could, right? You talked about in there with their trainers or trainers leaning through. And it wasn't viewed as a bad thing. To me, it was viewed as a thing of beauty. Like, these guys were in their first ever match, and they were in there with damn near 40 years of wrestling experience. And it is it was a beautiful thing to see those two guys. And, I mean, they they performed well. They brought it. They were in a position where... They were put in a position where it was it, it was sink or swim. Not sink or swim in the sense that they were thrown in with no support. They had tons of support. But if they didn't deliver in front of that crowd, it could have hurt them. It could have been years before they were able to come back because they had to rebuild. And that's not the situation at all. There were moments where it was believable that they could pull off the miracle upset. And that was perfect in its own, own way. And I can tell you right now, at least one of them, is already booked for the next show on May fifteenth. So, um, that is that's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 this is the first I'm hearing of it, and it, it just is, brings yeah. kind of a tear to my they eye because it is the, the card with they, you. You talk about the level. I mean, they have an incredible amount of rigor in their training to get to this point. Like it wasn't anything handed to them because of the relationship between the the training center and ICW. They earned every single minute that they were in that ring. Their trainers made sure of that. You made sure of that. You know, everyone made sure of that because of the fact that they are now representing IZW. Um, And so no one, everyone earns their spot. And remember, this is the company that three months ago celebrated 30 years of someone's career. And that's someone still around. And that someone is the other half of the combo that I've talked about before, along with myself, like, this is not new, right? Um, this is not, I'm not, you know, shocking the world with these things that I'm saying here. He's talked about in interviews. I've been hit up. You don't even know this. I've been hit up for a lot of interviews all of a sudden because of IZW to talk from the promoter perspective. So um, some of them I can do, some of them I can't. It's called scheduling. It's hard. But it's, so to do that and and to be able to come full circle like IZ, IZW being that place, and it's something that we wanted, and that was part of the strategy going in. The first time that, that we ever met to discuss IZW after we agreed to bring it back happened in the front office of the Arizona Pro Wrestling Training Center. Like, that's mm-hmm. where we met and talked about it. And it was in the middle of the summer, and it was hot, and, and it was a pain, but whatever. Um, that was 2019. It was 2021 now, so it doesn't matter. But I... That was in the works, and, and, and getting them to that point was in the works for a while. But I got to hand them their first ever payday. Mm-hmm. Whatever their career is, wherever it goes, wherever it doesn't go, they will forever know who gave them their, their first payday in the world of pro wrestling and who handed it to them, shook their hands, told them they did a good job, and, and, and you know, and it was videotaped, and there was applause, which I was told there wasn't going to be because they didn't want to make a big deal out of it. But, you know, sometimes trainers don't agree on things, and, and one doesn't want it, and one does, and it makes it happen. But, yeah, that was just a, an amazing opportunity for me. And, and again, added to the list of the million reasons why I do this and the million reasons why it truly really is a passion project because of, of opportunities like that. And that's something that was, you know, another special moment. And what people don't know, is that um, Dallas King, who's one of the two individuals who's in that match, uh, his dad bought a VIP ticket to the show. And between purchasing the ticket and the show taking place, his dad passed away. And right beside the entrance was the chair, a front row seat, purchased by his dad, 
with a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt over it that his dad would have worn to the event. And it was there the whole night, and no one sat in it. Um, no one involved it in any way except for one entrance that I was not happy about. The person didn't know, so it's okay. And so, and, and I saw it, and I don't know how many people saw it, but when they walked to the back, Dallas stopped, looked at that chair, gave it the gesture he wanted to give it, and made his way to the back. And that was, you know, another moment and something that I remember when, you know, after it happened, after I found out about, about his dad, I reached out to him and I was just like, whatever you want to do with that, it's yours. If we want to give it to somebody else, if you want to put him there in, in the best way possible, and, and this is what we did. And it was important to me. And we put it in a place where it'd be safe and protected. And, and that's, you know, again, that's why this is different. And, and that's why this is always going to be special and always going to be what it is. So that is something that, uh, that I, I loved doing. I'm proud of doing. And, and, you know, there's a million moments that I'll never forget. And that's definitely up there in that list of moments. Final thing I wanted to talk about with ICW, and again, we're, we're pulling the curtain back. I briefly mentioned it a few minutes ago. I, I kind of called the locker room um, at Saturday's event, like the United Nations of pro wrestling, and maybe not a global picture, but definitely representatives from throughout the Southwest came together. And when I mean that, I mean, you know, it's one thing to have a locker room where people come and travel from all over usually a lot of them are booked for, for these shows and um, you know, they have a place. Some, but what I've seen with IZW is people come all over for just the chance, just the visibility, just the maybe uh, of, and just being in the presence near the, the vibe and the aura that is IZW. You had people of course, from Arizona, from multiple, you know, training schools, you had, uh, you know, people come from Colorado, um, some flew, some drove, you had, you know, people from New Mexico, California. Um, and that's kind of a rarity, you know, to see that. And it all came together in such an awesome way. I mean, tell me a little bit about that. Like, how does that work? Because usually, yeah. you know, it can be anywhere from tension between people from, you know, different states or, you know, just different vibes and different, you know, people come from, from different backgrounds. And sometimes that can create a great culture. Sometimes it can kind of, you know, create some tension, but it all came together so well where, you know, it was such a collaborative and really just open environment. I mean, what is that? How, to me, just, I'm in awe of that. I don't see that. I have not seen that anywhere. And it really feel real. I feel like there's also, you know, sometimes that happens and it's a little fake. The vibe is fake. And I didn't feel any fakeness around. Everyone yeah. was genuine. Everyone was real. So a couple of things. First off, you left off Texas and Nevada. So only, <laughs> only, and I'm only saying examples. that. I'm only saying that to, to drive home the, the importance of, of just what you're talking about, like how many different yeah. places that all these people are from. It's easy to leave off states when you're listing that many states. And it's, it's, it is kind of crazy when you put yeah. it in that So yeah. So Cal, I mean, really every California, Texas, Nevada, Colorado, we didn't have any Utah people this time. No, but New no. Mexico, but in the past have. Yeah. And of course throughout Arizona, like yeah. that's, that's still oh, a yeah. big, it's insane. 
It really is. Yeah, and range. you got Colorado, you got New Mexico, and it's just, yeah, it's nuts where everybody comes from. Um, people, there was a guy who drove himself out from New Mexico uh, or flew, I don't even know, but he didn't ride with the crew that rode from New Mexico. Just introduce himself and, and take care of some other stuff. But you talk about how that works and, and how that can be done. That's a testament to that locker room that you were talking about earlier. And it, the tech is a testament of the veterans in the locker room who demand respect not through their words. They don't tell you you have to respect. It's through their actions. It's through their reputations. Remember, all the conversations we had around NAF 30 was about – you know, the, the legacy and the, and the contributions of the world of professional wrestling and the Navajo Warrior, well, he's there in the locker room. And, and if you're going to be dumb enough to, to do something back there in that guy's locker room, and, and good luck, you know. And, and I remember this person in the locker room, the Hawaiian Lion, um, who I've known for, you know, what, 14 years now, something like that. I, got for, I first met him in 2006, so we're going on 15 years that I've known the Hawaiian Lion, and he's been wrestling for 20. So I've known him for three-quarters of his career. And a much smaller percentage of his life, by the way, just had a birthday, and he's, yeah, much smaller percentage of his life. But he, um, I had an event in 2016 that he was at, and somebody in the locker room was acting up. And after a match where something went awry, it was a match, I don't want to say the names, um, one of the people's on TV right now, the other one's not. Person who's on TV was in the right. The person who's not was in the wrong. The person who's not was the one who was causing all the problems. And I remember I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I, what was I going to do? Right? All I did was look at him. I looked at I looked at the Hawaiian lion and had to go back upstairs. Their locker room was located down down a flight of stairs, and that situation never came up again. And that's, that's just the way that this business is and the way that this business works. And respect is a big part of it because in that ring, you're trusting other people with your life and, and your livelihood. And these are people that have been doing it for 20 to 30 years in some cases, and they're backstage at our events. And, and that reputation of a guy like the Navajo Warrior, like the Hawaiian Lion, like a Gabriel Gallo and others who were backstage at those events, that holds a whole heck of a lot of weight. Those three more than anybody. And they're all there, right? And they're all doing that. And, um, and, and you know, and, and people look at it in the way that they look at it because of that. And it's just built from there. That's the foundation that we built it on. And, and not to even, you know, it's going to sound whatever, you know, Miranda loves to joke about my ego all the time, but this is not what this is about. I've somehow entered a category similar to that. I don't know how. And a lot of it has to do with those people and their support of the things that I do to allow that there. Like I'm to the point now where it'll happen because I'm there. And that just blows my mind, completely blows my mind whatsoever. I mean, we do have to talk about you being presented with a kind of a token of appreciation. Yes, okay. because, you yeah. know, that kind of so uh, full transparency. I did not know this was being done until I got to the show, but I was roped into, uh, you know, making sure that you were presented uh, this uh 
this gift, um, which it worked out perfectly because you had booked yourself into, you know, doing an interview with me. Um, so it seemed like I was in the know for quite some time, but I really wasn't. Um, but but Greg uh, was awarded a poster um, from the IZW locker room. And a lot of this was done by uh, Crazy Hot Morgan, Michelle and, and Nav, um, and, and really a lot of those people that Greg had talked about, the, you know, the people that are really those, those standards and pillars, you know, coming together to oh, you know, give Greg this is a gift of, appreci of appreciation. Um, and the poster itself um, had a picture of Greg um, and had the, the very fitting title of Unstoppable Greg DeMarco. And um, it was very cool to give this to him and to see the surprise because rarely can I surprise Greg. Greg is usually the mastermind about, you know, behind all of these things. So the moment I knew that we were going to be able to pull this off, I was excited because I knew he was not going to know. Um, and to the credit of John Wolfgang, uh, an amazing ring announcer and kind of my, my tag team partner in announcing at IZW, um, had the fantastic idea of bringing in the talented and lovely Mrs. DeMarco to present this to him and that is just kind of the perfect bow on it and it's that recognition of friends and family and friends becoming family and you know acknowledging people who have you know made IZW what it is and last time in NAV 30 it was in recognition of NAV 30 uh, of the Navajo warrior but you know I, like you said your partner is NAV you wouldn't be able to do without him and I know he wouldn't be able to do without you. So it is very fitting that we got to acknowledge that um, and everything. I mean, everyone knows about your, your fitness journey, your health journey, everything that's happened recently. So um, I thought it was fantastic that we got to, to do that for you. But tell me on that other side how you felt, you know, because you don't like to be in front of, of, of the camera. You don't like to be in front of people with all this. But you did, and we did, and it worked. I don't mind it. I, I do it. I don't want to do that anymore. It's not my job anymore. It's not my role. I get a bigger thrill out of producing the show and putting things together and seeing how uh, – bigger than anything I've ever done inside of a wrestling ring or on stage, so to speak. Um, and I've gotten, to, I've gotten to do some really cool things. I've been really lucky. Um, you know, I got to run two Ring of Honor shows, and – in the past year and a half, that's been surpassed by all the stuff that we've done in IZW. No offense to that experience. That experience helped bring me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah, that moment, it's so funny, too, because I'll never forget it, but we did the the promo. It was really about appreciation for the staff, the talent, and the fans, the IZW family. And, and that was it, right? We're done. And then Miranda Morales goes, well, there is one more thing. Now, of course, everything is well-planned at an IZW wrestling event. Like, it just is. It really is. Nothing surprised like So when I hear something him. that's part of my segment that I didn't know about, it's just like, wait, what do you mean there's one more thing? There's not one more thing. I wrote the damn thing. Like, I know there's not one more thing. And then it just all – then it all is kind of a blur from there. And, and to have that, and I was just really taken aback and not prepared. Um, if I was prepared, I probably would have – said something way more profound and, and all of that and, and took that opportunity to inspire people. But I try to do that on a daily basis through a lot of other things. But to have that opportunity to, to get that in front of everybody and, and to have it be presented in the way that it was and to have my wife, Holly, give that to me, um, and what it meant to her. And that was, you know, all credit goes to John Wolfgang for that idea. Mm -hmm. um, it was, was very well done and, and perfect. And, of course, she had the poster. Everyone had to go to her to sign the poster. So that was, you know, everybody's having those conversations with her. Um, 
and 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 so it was really all came together and and you know it was in the works for you know it wasn't a spur of the moment thing uh morgan had planned it and and pulled it off completely what a lot of people don't I don't even know if you know um because you had to keep working after that like that's just yes. you know the show doesn't end right show must go on there's still two more matches after that took place i go through the curtain and the women's triple threat match was next and the moment i stepped through the curtain who was staying there but morgan and she gives me a big hug. And while giving me a big hug, she whispers in my ear, gotcha. And, <laughs> and just smiles. That would be and, um, and, and she was right. And, and I just had this big smile on my face. The relationship between Navajo Warrior and Morgan and myself as we do this is, is something that's really a beautiful thing. And, and we kind of the three of us have a, a group chat that we talk about all the time and, and, about different things and like when when marketing is made you know they get to see it just like you do and and all of that and it's it's just you know however long we're fortunate enough to do this and i plan for it to be a long time and i don't say that from a health perspective i just say that from a wrestling perspective i'm gonna be here for at least look you guys are gonna have to deal with my annoyance for Ever. I'm stuck with you. You are. Trust Happily me. I ain't. You. If you if you go follow me at Chairshot Greg, you'll see why you're gonna be stuck with me because I ain't stopping and I am working as hard as I can to make sure that nothing changes. But to to do that and to have that relationship, I mean, this is just again. It, it, there's a million reasons why I do this, and that's yet another one of them. Um, it's just amazing that I get to do it, and and all I can really say before we jump to to our, our scheduled commercial break here is is it's just a, a gratitude. The whole promo was about gratitude, right? That's why we were doing that promo it was about gratitude. And then that happens. And, and it's basically turning that promo of gratitude around on me. And I never in a million years would have expected something like that to happen. And, and it was fortunate that that's where the promo was. So we could pull that off. Um, it's a really good thing. We moved it from where it was originally scheduled in the event to yeah. where it happened um, to everything happens for a reason in life. Right. That's yeah. another example Absolutely. of that. But 100%. I, I said it at the end of, of the chair shot radio. I did about this event and I've said it in person and I've said it over messaging, but all I can say to everybody who involved in pulling it off and that's a huge amount of people is thank you. Like, like it's, it's, I do it for all the people whose names are on that poster uh, who all signed it. I do it for all the people who pay and buy those tickets. Um, and, and I do it for each and every one of those experiences and memories for the new guys, uh, for, for the, for the new women, for, for the old guys, for the old women, um, everybody who's involved in that. That's why I do it. And I would do it again and again and again. And just getting something like that is, uh, another way that I'm floored and I continue to be floored by this experience. And that's just yet another way and something that will never, ever, ever go away, can never be taken away from me. And it will be cherished for, you know, many, many more years to come. So big old thank you on that. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore. Everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. TheChairShot.com That has been it for this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Don't forget to follow Greg and I and The Chair Shot on social media. Before you, you can, can, we, can we just talk about the one thing that you teased we were going to talk about? During Chair Shot oh, Radio? I mean the nicknames, yes. Yes. So, you call me Gregory. 
I did. And where'd you get that from? Tell her where we go, because it's just a fun story. Oh, and I want to end this on is a fun story. story. And I love this because the person who said this was on fire. Like that promo work was <laughs> fucking great. Uh, wrestler out here, most entertaining man in the Southwest, Pete the Heat, uh, came out to do a promo as an open. Now we're talking about a guy. First of all, we're talking about a guy who might be like five two. Okay, let's just because <laughs> you got to understand what we're talking about here. Who, the most Italian yes. guy, like, I mean, typical. And I say that I, as someone who's 100% Italian. Pete the yes, Heat is the most Italian they'll guy. Explain, they'll explain. They have this own low language they have in there. But gosh, yes. Pete the Heat came out to do an open challenge, was upset that he was not booked in a match uh, that night, and specifically called out Greg by saying, Gregory... Yeah, he's no, like, I don't have a match. And he's, he's standing on the ropes and he's looking at me while he's cutting the promo, but the fans don't know that, right? And he's doing all this and he's like, blah, 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 Gregory. And I lost it. <laughs> we just and lost you lost it. it. And Katie lost it. It was, oh, lost it. again, you know, like yeah, behind the scenes, like some people know, some people don't, you know, that Greg is the booker. So he went straight to the jugular and it's just those little things that I've just, it was such a good such good work, Pete. And yeah, after that, I just like, I don't call great. I mean, even though I haven't used it that much, I know I will use it uh, throughout the duration of, of this lifetime is Gregory. You know, That's a really long time. Gregory too. did not book Pete the Heat for a match. Gregory did not do this or Gregory did that. Uh, I just, I just, I just love it. It is a nickname because it yep. is not his legal name. Like Greg is not short for Gregory. In not in my case. case no, yeah. Greg. But uh, Gregory, uh, the, the formal title we will use. <laughs> and and Pete well. is, uh, he, he's, he's such a great human being. He's been through so much. But backstage, we were joking around and he talked about, you know, smiling and all that or whatever. And he gives me a hug. And when he gives me a hug, he says, come here. And, and, and I don't say this again for, for any reason other than the fact that I will remember it forever. He says, come here, you handsome son of a bitch. And that's the most <laughs> Pete thing ever. And it just made me smile from ear to ear. And because that's just, it's just such a great thing. And it's just an example of the wonderful human beings that we have involved in this. And, and honestly, the wonderful human beings that are involved in this business. And yeah, there are some locker rooms that are toxic and some locker rooms that are bad. And then the same way in sports, same way as in other forms of entertainment. Um, but we're really lucky and we're lucky but it's not all luck because a lot of it's also intentional but there's some luck involved as well and we're really fortunate to have that group of people in that environment that we have and that's just one story of a million and that's the thing you think we've revealed so much and we really only reveal like this tiny little oh, bit yeah. about Literally, what really goes on yeah there's so much so many people too that we haven't gotten the chance to, to talk about i just want to give a shout out to lilith, lilith grim um out of colorado um she talk about up and coming. i mean she's only been wrestling for less than a year but you know seeing how well that she's done in izw and and it's a testament to her commitment to you know wrestling to learning to training um and and having that showcased here has been great seeing people that i haven't seen in months um like a like a ruben iglesias like a you know gino rivera which that's a whole that's a whole that could be its own show let's just, let's just leave it at, at that <laughs> um you know like those it, it's it's such a community even just you know, we had the ring announcing trifecta there 
which I never thought would be possible. Um, even though there was one ring announcer, uh, Mr. John Wolfgang, who I adore. I love working with him. He has been a mentor and a friend. I was there as your interviewer, JV. Joe Vernella came from uh, Colorado and all of our paths finally crossed in which we have not all been in the same place at the same time. I thought the world could explode when you have that many ring announcers in the same space like that. But we all played different parts and we were all there to support each other, which we absolutely did. And for me and my role, we talk about it all the time. It's different as a ring announcer when you're going to work for a promotion or trying to work with new promotions because you're really going for one spot. Wrestlers, you know, you can get a card. There's flexibility. You can add people to matches, take away, you have tagged, whatever it is. But with ring announcing, there's only one. And I've so appreciated that though kind of my primary role in wrestling has been as a ring announcer, I also get the opportunity when I can to interview. And IZW has allowed me to do interviewing, not just backstage, not just recorded, but live. And it's a rarity, something I've never gotten to do really before. And it's the only place I really get to do it. But I also get to work with fantastic people and be a part of a fantastic announce team that, uh, you know, it's just an, an honor. And truly, even in my role to be able to work with John and Joe and feel that that support and that dynamic in person um, for the first time is, is a rarity and it's a beautiful thing. So shout out to Joe and John. Thank you for being there. Thank you for, you know, IZW for bringing them on board. Um, and you know, it's just those little things that, that, I mean, there's so much more, but I just wanted to give them a plug too, because again, as a ring announcer, you know, usually you're on your own Island and it's also rare for a company to bring in multiple people and utilize them in different roles. Um, and that's a, it's a beautiful thing that, you feel like you have a home even when you're not doing announcing or you're doing interviewing or you're doing something else and you're utilizing your talents. Hell, I've run, I run music too. You know, like I do lots of things and it's a, it's awesome because I do enjoy learning and doing all of those things as well. And IZW is the only place I get to do that. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're not gonna toot your own horn, so I have to, but I mean, you, you produce backstage segments, like you do a ton of things that that people see the fruits of the labor but don't know the, the the labor behind it and so um you know one of the many people in izw that we could never do without and and you know you were in on it on since day one and, and that's something that's very important to me it means the world to me and, and an important cog in the wheel somebody important enough to know that thugnificent was winning you know months ago so um we do need to talk about may 15th though and, yes, and give people yes. The lowdown because well, if we wait another week, who the heck knows? Like at this point, no, so. you may not find tickets. I mean, and this came out of really three days after the event. VIP tickets are sold out. That means couch seats and front row seats are sold out three days after the last event. That is a record. So now the only tickets available are general admission. And if VIP tickets sold out in three days, you probably just have a little bit more time before general admission sell out. May 15th is the next show. Regulate. Uh, as Greg mentioned, the IZW World Heavyweight Championship will be defended. Thugnificent will be facing number one contender Watson. Um, we also have a few other matches lined up. You can follow uh, IZW on social media for match announcements and talent. I can give. There's there's two more that are out there yeah. that I, I don't oh, mind giving okay, people. Yeah. Um, oh, as, yes, yes. As revealed. Oh, yeah. I mean... Well, I'll say one, and then you can say the other one. Um, 
uh, of course, we have the, the handcuff match where Miracle Mike James of WrestleGia and their managers, Dr. Beaver Las Vegas and the Magic Man Johnny Rocks, will be handcuffed to each other. Why? Because Greg likes Memphis wrestling. That's why. But it will be a lot of fun. That whole angle and, and promo and story has been a lot of fun all along the way and, and will continue as, as we go to, to May 15th at Regulate. The other match is one that you announced to the audience as the ace reporter on the scene when you picked up on what was going on backstage and then interrupted John Wolfgang and make sure that everybody knew what was about to happen on May 15th. Well, yeah, I mean, this actually stems from our opening contest uh, at Monster and one that's been going on for quite some time. Gino Rivera faced the Navajo Warrior uh, at Monster, and this is a continuance from their run-ins from the last show, from Gino running his mouth from here to Texas, literally uh, everywhere he goes trying to antagonize the Navajo warrior. Like the man has a death wish. Uh, Yeah, but what ended up happening? Well, yes, of course. What ended up happening is that we had a match set up, the rematch uh, between Gino Rivera and the Navajo warrior, uh, which will be a strap match at Regulate. Gino Rivera, the Navajo warrior in a strap match, which is really the specialty of the Navajo warrior signature. Um, and so Gino is getting exactly what he asked for with yep. the Navajo warrior and the Navajo warrior is happy to deliver. So, and again, it is truly, I mean, the strap match is, is built for the Navajo warrior. Mm-hmm. Like this is this, I mean, this is really everything that the Navajo warrior He comes to the ring with a strap around his neck. And yes. Like that just, very same strap. The one that they're going to use in the match is the strap that Gino used to beat the Navajo. He, for all the crap he's talked, even on this show. He won the match. He beat the Navajo Warrior. He cheated. He cheated and and used the Navajo Warrior strap, but ref didn't see it, so it didn't happen. Got the one, two, three, and pinned the legend, pinned the Navajo Warrior, and well, you know, yeah, it's coming. That's all I can say is it's coming. And it's coming on May 15th when IZW presents Regulate, presented by Big Lip Radio. And you talked about the ticket sales. Yes, front row is sold out. VIP couches are sold out as well. 50% of the tickets have been sold out already. And the show was, the event was less than four days days ago. Yeah. Yeah. By the time people listen to this. Yes. Yes. When I were recording, it was three days. When I recorded chair shot radio, there were two VIP tickets left. And when I recorded it on Monday to, to be released Tuesday morning. And I was like, by the time you hear this, those tickets will probably have been sold. They sold before I finished recording. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's how it just goes, and that's how fast it goes. So, yeah, it's another thing that I'm floored by is the fact that these tickets are selling the way they are and that each event sells out faster than the one before. And we we're on our third straight sellout. We're headed towards our fourth. So I, I beg of you because I want people to get to, to experience what we work so hard on. So don't wait, D- you know, paydays, whatever, but don't wait, uh, you know, whenever you're able to. That links all over our social media, and you can buy your tickets. Uh, you can buy them directly on Facebook through the event page. You can buy them. Um, all our social media has the links to get those tickets, and yeah, don't delay because it's going to be something really, really special again, um, and, and just this time, it's it's May 15th. It's regulate triple main event at the Sun Studios of Arizona. Um, again, we're limited in how many people we can allow in there um, until you know restrictions are lifted here in the state of Arizona, so yep, just don't. 
don't miss out because you know yeah. it only comes around so often. And where can fans, potential fans, anyone who's interested, uh, follow IZW on social media? The best way is at IZW Wrestling AZ. That is the account for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all the same. Um, at IZW Wrestling. So there's two W's. AZ for Arizona. Uh, the links are there to go buy tickets, and, and and you're able to follow along as well. We are working as things continue to sell out so fast on streaming options, whether it's live, whether it's after the fact. We're trying to figure some of that out, and we have some some leads and some people to potentially be involved there. And if we do it, I want you guys to know that we're going to do it in a way that's unique and different. We begin to talk about that a little bit because IZW is unique and different and mm -hmm. the history that's involved. And so probably, you know, a little more about behind the curtain could be involved in that as well. So, um, yeah, just some cool things that are coming out. But again, you want to be there. Um, I don't know if we would do that if the event doesn't sell out because it's still we're, we're a live event promotion. We're not a TV promotion. We're. We live and die on live events, and to be able to do what we're doing during the COVID era is, is just again mind blowing, and um, and and so that is out there. But yeah, at IZW Wrestling AZ uh, on any form of social media is the best way to follow along, and you'll get to see match announcements, storyline developments, videos from the events, and of course, how you can buy your tickets are all available at IZW Wrestling AZ. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on social media uh, at ChairShotGreg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That way you can follow him and all his uh, CrossFit uh, Instagram influencer glory. Um, of course, updates on IZW are also going to be shared on his social media, as well as mine, the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. You can find some cool pictures on there. And also, of course, uh, I share information and updates on what's happening with IZW, including some of the interviews that I've done um, behind the scenes, backstage, and also um, during the show. Don't forget to follow uh, the ChairShot at ChairShot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, visit thechairshot.com, your source for wrestling news, analysis, and opinions. Of course, sports and entertainment and sports entertainment as well. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yes. Uh, of course, again, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. There you can find IZW and chairshot.com t-shirts. So that is your place for everything that we talked about tonight, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. And again, you can use the promo code madness to get 20% off your total order. Save some money. You can use that money you save to buy tickets to IZW. But again, don't wait because those tickets don't will wait. sell out before May 15th, guaranteed. Um, and again, if you aren't able to come to Arizona uh, to to attend, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your IZW t-shirt. And that's how you can support, of course, following IZW on social media, the wrestlers, the talent and, and you know team that's involved too. feel free to follow all of us on social media to just stay up to date on what is happening with Impact Zone Wrestling. Uh, but that's it for this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show, Passion Project Time. We're so glad that you stay tuned. Just go ahead and support your local wrestling independent promotion. Really, I mean, that's that's where this comes from, is supporting our local independent. You know, you probably have independents in your area. Um, and it, 
you know, they may not be running due to COVID. So again, it could be buying a t-shirt, buying some merchandise, following them on social media, following the wrestlers that are on their, you know, promotions, all those little things add up. You don't have to spend money to support an independent wrestling promotion, but sometimes it does help. However, you know, do that. It, it's good karma. It's, it's, you know, a way that you support wrestling. If you don't like what you see on TV on a weekly basis, if you're kind of jaded with wrestling, independent wrestling is something special because you have that connection with it. It's, it's you know, wrestlers that you get to meet and know on a personal level. It's people who are wrestling here today that may go up to an AEW or NXT or Monday Night Raw at, you know, at any given point. And you can say, I saw them when, you know, it's, it's, you know, part, sometimes a livelihood for some people. And also it's just a, a passion project. So take it from me, take it from Greg, you know, independent wrestling is a very, very special thing. It's a community, it's a family. And, you know, there's always room for new fans in independent wrestling. So come on board. We'll take you in. Um, Again, same thing with your local wrestling promotions, you know, find them on social media, find them online, go ahead and give them a like, go ahead and, and share their statuses, help promote all those little things make a, a world of difference. So for Greg DeMarco, Gregory DeMarco, uh, for, as I like to call him. I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's edition of the hashtag Miranda show. Well, and we'll be back next time next week. So don't forget to always use your head and always keep it soft style. I'm on a boat, motherfucker, take a look at me. Straight floating on a boat on the deep sea. Busted by night, wind whipping out my coat. You can't stop me, motherfucker, cause I'm on a boat. Fix your drinks. I'm on a boat, bitch. We drinking Santana shape cause it's so crisp. I got my swim trucks. The chairshot.com. Always use your head.